Hello. <laughs> Welcome back. That was, what did we hear from before? We heard Moby, with Skylar Grey and uh, the track called The Last Day and then we had Jack White before that and then we had um, uh, Rock Pile with Teacher Teacher. It's 4.33 on In Your Face on 3CR with James and Vet, And tomorrow is Vibe by Visibility Day. And we're joined in the studio by Sally, Mel and Chris from the Byline's Victoria. Welcome to you all. Good to be here as always. Yes, Hello. thank you very much for having us. It's a great pleasure. Now, what can we expect in Melbourne on by Visibility Day tomorrow? Mm. Oh, um, so uh, tomorrow we have two events that we are uh, – Alliance and in conjunction with uh, Y Gender have planned. Um, we have a board games in the afternoon. I think it's two to four, and then we have some music and dancing later at Drummond Street again. Um, from oh, what time? Six. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, from from six o'clock. Because it's yeah. a big international movement, mm. isn't it? It's a big international day. Well, yeah. First um, celebrate by day. We were just having a look. It was nineteen ninety nine three. Um, advocates in the US um, from various parts of the country, Maine, Texas and Florida, um, said we need some bi-visibility and, well, it's grown from there, which is, of course, very, very welcome. Um, and now there seems to be events happening, well, um, everywhere. One of our great colleagues over in Perth, Misty, and the um, BiPlus group in Perth have got stuff organised, um, putting lots of articles out, UK, USA, and um, there's actually someone in... Uh, oh, it's Col- it's Columbia who's doing stuff as well this year. So it's great to see it just sort of mm. happening everywhere. Now, one of the important reasons we need bi- a, a day of bi-visibility um, is because there is bi-erasure. So could we talk about bi-erasure for a moment? What is bi-erasure, first yes. of all? <laughs> um, so it's um, basically um, being erased. So in traditionally it's... Um, being erased out of uh, c- communities, um, other rainbow communities, and that has been an issue in the past and, and still is to some degree today. And I, the thing uh, about it is um, people, um, we we need to be visible within the rainbow community just as much as any other um, group is. Um, and and um, uh, traditionally a lot of uh, bi people. So um, Celebrate Bi Week was basically founded by the people was Sally was talking about. Um, it was originally done in September um, because of Freddie Mercury's birthday. Oh, right. And and, and so um, uh, in circular cultures, Freddie Mercury was seen as a gay icon, but he actually was bisexual. And that's how um, basically it's a, 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 a story of... Um, what um, happens to a lot of bi individuals in terms of, um, you know, one element of their sexual identity gets erased or yeah, might just flesh it out a bit. So you're cool. you're on you're out and about and you see a couple walking down the street and I'll say, 
one appears to be male and one female, there's an automatic tendency to think, oh, both those people are heterosexual, Mm -hmm. or one or both could be bi. Mm -hmm. And similarly, two males or two females, um, you know, sort of, oh, well, you know, that's a gay or lesbian couple. So it is it is arising visibly, um, and also sometimes we hear people say, sadly, representatives of the rainbow community say the gay and lesbian community. Well, that also mm. erases bi, but erases trans and intersex, and it's mm. sort of doubly hurtful. And this, I've got to let's link it to the the thing we know is the elephant in the room. The night after the Liberal Party room meeting back in August, and you know, the I was watching ABC Twenty Four, and our representatives were being interviewed, and two come out and say, "This is a terrible disappointment for the gay and lesbian community." Oh, hello, bi people are here, and trans and intersex as mm. well. Mm. So it can, you know, it can be really that's the sort of erasure that happens, and it's just inclusive language is really important to stop it, and um, just making sure there's other things you can do too. Researchers, for example, and we're going to talk about this. Mm. Um, if you do research on all of sexual orientation or all of LGBTI, break it down because then you lose the bi data, and, you know, and that's not fair on gays right. and lesbians as, as well as bi for that matter. Yeah, so because bisexuality is harder to define, it doesn't fit neatly into yeah. the binary of, of straight or, or homosexual. That's right. And so if you so have it's... a lump it together and say, I don't know, X percent of lesbian, gay and bi smoke or something, mm. and it's 5% of lesbian and gay and 40% of bi or something, then you miss it, they could miss the point. So there's things that can, you know, get down, drill down, make it visible and then go, oh, okay, why is that happening? Why is there such a discrepancy or whatever it is? Do you think bisexuality is less, ex- it's ex- not only less visible but less accepted? I'd I mean, have to say, yeah, sadly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, like there's there's really a lot of stigma that I still find that's attached to being bisexual. Um, mm. I know that when I've come out in the past, there's still a lot of misconceptions and myths that are still being passed around like, you know, oh, you're greedy or you're never going <laughs> to be able to stay with the same person because you can't make up your mind and you're going to want everyone. Well... I've been happily monogamous for quite a while now and mm. it seems to be working quite fine with me. But, mm. you know, that's the thing. Um, being bisexual isn't, doesn't, you know, doesn't doesn't necessitate that I am all of these stereotypes and there's – and it's, yeah, it's just – it's really hard because people have continued to push these myths and misconceptions on – bisexual people so a lot of people are shy away from this label even mm. if they are actively having sex with multiple genders or mm. in relationships with multiple genders and they just don't want to acknowledge it and I know that you know there's a lot of people that feel that if they do come out as bisexual they won't be they won't be welcomed within the LGBTIQA plus community because they're still seen as lesbian and gay and mm. so people people have still remained closeted whilst whilst trying to be active in the community and it can be really um isolating which is really which is really really poor for mental health outcomes which is where we generally see the statistics of bisexuals and poor mental health right that was the question i had for you yeah the the numbers um show that of all the sexual identity groups bisexual people have the worst mental health problems yeah which makes sense if you're copying it from the broader community and from, pe- right. from mm. elements of gay and lesbian, you know, and there's sort of that betrayal factor in the latter one, you know. Mm. Aren't you supposed to be standing with us or something? It can, mm. It's sort of like a double, triple sting, so to speak, yeah. Well, you would have the triple sting being a trans person and, and bi. What is, what is yeah, that you like cop navigating it, Sally. Well, you know, <laughs> talk about quadruple glass cylinders. I'm a trans and bi woman who 
or, well, um, who is neurodiverse and does have a recognised mental health situation. And from a Jewish right. background as well, so you've got that discrimination going too. It's well, that's, wait, well, <laughs> Jewish New Year today, isn't it, as well? That's just give me that as well. just ending, yeah. And, you know, I've, and also, you know, I like country and Western music. Come on, how, you know, how oh, many... God, it ha- keeps going for it you, keeps Sally. Going. You know, how, many, how many, you know, stamped on minorities can you be a part of? And you're still standing. Look yeah, you go. Yes. do it real well. <laughs> Albeit with a few deep breaths. But seriously, you yeah. raise a good point. Mm-hmm. Um, that you know, when intersectionality kicks in, and mm. you know, it's obviously, well, not I shouldn't say obviously, but it is more, very, very likely a bi person of colour is going to cop it, mm-hmm. and um, you know, um, other things, um, you know, and Melam and Chris um, yeah. have thoughts on this too. Well, well, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, full disclosure, non-binary, non-binary bisexual here, so mm-hmm. I feel like I'm completely lost in data because I'm not male, I'm not female, I'm not hetero, I'm not homo, I'm, what am mm-hmm. I? I am Melum, and um, Melum mm. actually means between. That's where I am. <laughs> <laughs> that is, okay, sorry. Yeah, um, and the interesting thing too, um, I find, with the current state of play, uh of uh, the elephant in the room again, I'll use that word, um, the plebiscite, um, um, same-sex marriage does, will affect bisexuals just as much as gay and lesbian people. Um, I may, because I'm bi, I may meet someone of the same-sex attraction that I may want to get married to. And it's very interesting um, with the parallels of what's happening in Australian politics and celebrate uh, bisexual bisexual uh, celebrate day is um, that um, I think the rainbow community realises we're just as much a stakeholder as everyone else in terms of the plebiscite vote and and a lot of people from trans uh, background, uh, intersex and stuff like that, we're all equal stakeholders in what's happening at the moment as well, which is quite... Uh, I think it's... A, a, for some people in the, the community, it's a, just a norm. Uh, awakening which has just mm. happened in the last couple of weeks because everyone is under the the, well, the burner under yes. attack yeah. yeah it's a strange thing isn't it when we're right under attack is when we sort of suddenly seem to go oh we really need to stick together and mm. you know to borrow the i can never remember his name the german priest from world war ii who started with the first they came for well, now finally everyone's saying, oh, first they came for the bisexuals, but we're not going to take them and no one else, no one's going to take And We feel like we're, ironically at the moment, despite the strain, everyone's sticking together reasonably well. And there's been a lot of articles in broader media for that matter about, you know, supporting trans people, you know, who are bearing a lot of the brunt of the um, postal tree-wasting exercise, as I call it. Tree-wasting? Yeah. I actually <laughs> saw a trans person being discriminated against yesterday, a trans woman who was busking. 
and hmm. uh, a few tradies walked past her and started singing in a in a mimicking way. And I thought to myself, what? would that have happened a few weeks ago? Maybe it would have. I'm not sure. Maybe this is about the the marriage debate. My response was to you know walk up and throw money in the guitar and. Yeah, good. You know, she goes, thank you, and they saw that, and, you know, that kind of made them back off a little bit, so I think. So they were mocking her? They were mocking her, and I actually mm. thought, because I've seen a little bit of this stuff happening over the last week, even around Brunswick, where I live, and I'm thinking, this is all linked to the marriage debate. Mm. It certainly brought it to, well, a new low, although it had been pretty it's bad. It's been there, but... Always been there, I think, the last 18 months since the sort of attack on safe school started hadn't helped either, but it is sort of, you know... You know, I feel like I hate this analogy, but it's a war zone, really. And mm. in the fun- the funny thing is this time everyone is sticking together and no one's going to get taken away. Mm. And so we're going to have to grit our teeth for a bit, but we will get through. But in the meantime, let's, you know, celebrate the buy things and have a bit of fun. And as we say, mm. get on the fence. The, view- <laughs> the view's better. Mm. Oh, really? <laughs> in ter- I like that one. In terms of like, acceptance, um Male or female uh, bisexuals? Are they accepted any more or less? Is it is is there a difference if you're if you're a man and you're bisexual, or you're a woman and you're bisexual? Are you accepted any more or less by society? I, I, I can <laughs> I, well from my I just come out as non-binary recently, but um, I have been living my life as a, a presenting cis male. Um, mm-hmm. yeah for the most part, and doing those communities. From what I've heard from people who have binary genders and my background, um, it, it is uh, discrimination from both genders, from both um, gay and lesbian circles is just as acute as each other. It, it's not mm-hmm. a... Um, a gender thing, really. It, it's, it, it happens in both circles. No. Um. Um, yeah, so I think a lot of what we see is um, people, people often fear that uh, if you are female signed at birth and come out as bisexual, that inevitably you're going to want to end up with a man. And that if you are male assigned at birth, that you're um, gonna uh, also end up with a man, <laughs> and everyone seems to want men in this scenario. Oh, that's, that's the old. I used to, I, at university, I heard this for the first time mm. that um, all all the men who were bisexual in college ended up with men, and all of the women who were bisexual in college ended up with men. This was what I used to hear. Mm. Yeah, and it's still. I mean, it's obviously a well. Uh, non-binary over here. Yeah, so. right. Yeah, <laughs> I everyone just, just they... wants men. <laughs> we just all want men. I just hope everyone wants me. But that just well. might be <laughs> asking a bit too much. <laughs> you guys have been very busy doing some YouTube clips. Tell us about them. Oh yeah, lots of fun, and you can see them um, on TV tonight as well. But we've got to give thanks to Bent TV. Um, we had, a few of us had a great amount of fun putting together these little vignettes for Celebrate Bisexuality Day, which you can see on Bent TV's YouTube channel, and they'll be put into one. And, you know, just um, saying little funny things, um, you know, this is my, but adding in this is my community, and there's lots of us there of all backgrounds, which is really awesome. Um, And, yeah, we we need that. And it's, you know, we've naturally 
social is the is social media a verb and say social media it um, but anyway we've put it on social media everywhere and it has gone around and everyone's you know just had a bit of fun with it but we had i think what was it close to 10 or 12 people in the studio that day you know, just doing these little vignettes and all backgrounds um all genders so to speak as well and mm. all sorts of stuff which just showed of course why people are a cross section of society and you know, people think that sometimes, but there's not a, not very many by people. Well, there's been two pieces of research on by on youth um, from the UK and US, which says by is actually the biggest sexual orientation, bigger than hetero or gay and lesbian. Which I'm not surprised uh, at. No, I, I, no, I'm not surprised. No, not yeah. at all. Yeah, um, what this this is when this is supposed to be what new information or I. Yeah, I think to... just, I think it's probably been in the past researchers own bias that they right. haven't. Um, done the research properly and their bias always gets lumped in as other almost um, mm. rather than gay, lesbian or heterosexual or perhaps people have been too scared. But obviously now internet, social media, and I'll say re- by regardless of label, pansexual, omnisexual, multigender attracted, whatever you want to call yourself, mm-hmm. like the Bi Alliance message said, people are connecting and finding out, oh, I'm not the only one and it connects and connects and on it goes. And it's, you know, it's good to see you know, good research. I mean, we said, we're discussing this off air. It's good that it's the research is well presented, bad about the results. But this was some homelessness research, and I know Chris, you were very keen to talk to talk about this because it oh. really emphasises some yeah. of the differences. Um, so uh, this is really close to home um, to Victorians and Melbournians, especially within our community. Um, that. Um, Sorry, I just grabbed the bit of paper. (laughs) Um, So it's just basically the survey which was done by um, a great ally of the rainbow community generally, uh, Ruth McNair and uh, Dr. Carl Andrews and uh, uh, Dr. Sharon Parkinson and uh, Associate Professor uh, Deborah Dempsey. Um, so both from a team of researchers from both University Melbourne and Swinburne. Um, basically, they found that um, basically the survey that um, most likely people who are homeless in the LGBTQIA+, uh, quadrant uh, bisexuals are the ones that are more homeless than other the other demographics. Mm. Like why is that? Do you yeah. think? Um, I I think a lot a lot to do with um, a lot to do one with socioeconomics. Um, also, uh, um, there is um, again that Eurasia within communities in Eurasia is a big issue. Um, so from, from you know, Eurasia from the top level, from the government level to support networks right down to, you know, the individual. So this report um, really and really does show that we exist Mm. and two um uh from a funding point of view from a government point of view we're not 
we're not mm. we're not being funded uh, yeah. in terms of emergency kind of accommodation, etc. And hence the homelessness, people being on the streets. <clears throat> correct. Yeah, and that double sort of double whammy discrimination. But I do want to bring up one point: as much as we have a government in Victoria that's pretty good. They can't point to one bi-specific initiative or outcome yet in their three really? years. No, not one. And you know um, that there is a trans, there's a trans health group that's formed. There's a intersex working group, but there's an unofficial bi group. We can't even get a group formally on the register, and I, and that's mm. a bit frustrating from our point of view. I mean, as, as I say, the government's done a lot of good things. They've got this emergency counselling mm. at the moment during the mm. postal vote, but that's a, a shortcoming. And you know, what's the minister saying on that? Because I understand Martin Foley's portfolio would pertain to buy issues if he's doing GLBTI issues. Um, don't know, haven't had a comment. And so I think it's that erasure, you know, coming back to the housing stuff and linking the two together, there's that erasure factor. Um, mm. and so people feel more disadvantaged, you know, that perhaps because you're copying more prejudice, lower self esteem, harder to share a house with someone, they could be factors as well. Has Buy Victoria, uh, Buy Alliance rather, approached the Andrews government and said, what are you doing about this? We're trying to work through Row Allen, but it seems to be taking a bit of time, to be honest. We can't seem to get any anything definite. Who's Row Allen? Mm-hmm. Oh, the commissioner. Ah, of course. Yeah. The commissioner. That's yes. what I thought. For, like, for gay yes. and lesbian. <laughs> well, yeah, gender and sexuality commissioner. So Buy certainly needs to be a part of that. And it's been a frustration for us, to be honest. And, you know, when you feel like you are copying it from both sides and then you sort of get pushed down the queue, mm. um, it is a worry. So, yeah, we've got to sort that out. And I This hope is something you've been working on for a while. Yeah, it is. We're pu- sort of pushing and pushing, but, yeah, we haven't quite, you know, we're sort of banging our shoulder at the door, but it's not quite opening. Mm. And that glass ceiling. Oh, yeah. oh, sorry, one last comment. Uh, mm. And also this report that I was referring to came out a day before the High Court plebiscite. Mm. So this is it, the homelessness issue? Yes. 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 So this report came out a day before the High Court decision to go ahead with the plebiscite, so it got right. snowed under a bit as well. Didn't get picked up in the news cycle. Mm. Correct. Mm. Well, to tomorrow's celebrations, so what should where should people go? To 100 Drummond Street um, at 2-4 for the board games and then 6 ish for the... Um, by Boogie and Buffet. Um, <laughs> it is so where, it. where are the board games taking place? It's actually at at, at the, um, 100 Drummond Street, Drummond Street. So handing out board games and people just get into teams. And oh, just, yeah, pretty it. informal. <laughs> um, yeah. Just, you know, we're, we'll be sort of laid back. We're not going to be controlled. Is there a dress code? Wear one. No. Okay. <laughs> just wear a dress? No, <laughs> not me. No, you know, no, totally relaxed. So if you um, wear a dress, okay. you'll have Corey Bernardi on your tail. That's right, and raise oh, money God. for charity. Maybe we should do that. But... <laughs> Um, so, yeah, both of those events um, Maybe at, at 100 Drummond Street. Yeah. In Carlton. Okay. Yeah. Just near Trades Hall. Um, that's right. Just around a couple of corners, yeah, just up um, past Queensbury. Can I just okay. give a quick plug as well? Yeah, There's two events in it. Bendigo tomorrow, one of which I'm on a panel go with. Go Bendigo. Um, the fabulous yeah. Linda Kirkman, who's actually um, allegedly outside in the 3CR green room at the moment. Um, <laughs> also Robin Pearson, who's a great... Um, Linda Kirkman, the actor? No, no, no. No? No, uh, a researcher. Oh, okay. They could be related. But <laughs> so, wow. And that's in the afternoon Maybe at the All Seasons Motel in Bendigo. And then Janet Rice, who's a bi, bi woman, of, of course, course. Um, partner with Penny Rice yeah. and a senator in for the In the media brand. today about their wedding. Yes. Um, so they're talking forced mm-hmm. divorce, but they'll, they'll be on at a, a gala dinner in the evening. So two events up in Bendigo. So the first, um, thanks to Rainbow yes. Eagles up there. 
and, and it's actually we've got to say this is the most active we've been around by day. You know, with this this right. interview, there's been a couple of other online interviews: the Citizen in Melbourne and Washington Blade, and um, the two events we're running and the ones in Bendigo. So that's you know, there's a bit of heart um, yeah. for bi people everywhere. And check out byhoffenalliance.org. I, I would think there'd be some decent numbers tomorrow. I think up. there will be. Yeah. You know, a few people have contacted me and said oh, I'm going to rock along to one or both events. So yeah. um, hopefully we'll have lots of board games and well, snacks and. and and lots of good boogie music. <laughs> well, Sally, Mel and Chris, thank you so much for being with us today. It's been a great pleasure. Yeah. And, and I, we are kind of... Oh, sorry, I should, uh, I should just answer, yeah? add the usual thing. The fourth Tuesday of every month, which happily falls this coming Tuesday, is our by discussion group, as you mm. probably heard in the message. So yeah. um, that's at the Great Northern, the um, Velvet Dog Dining Room, as we call it. Oh, I like the sound of that. Mm. Yeah. Where's that? <laughs> at um, the corner of um, Pigden and Rathdown Street in Carlton North. At what time? 7 o'clock for 7.30 on the fourth Tuesday of every month. So the fourth Tuesday is coming up on next week. Okay, mm. cool. Sally, Mel and Chris, thank you so much. Thank you. Yvette, so we're much. out of here. We are Stick out together, of here. Next. They are. Um, this is Bright Eyes. We're we'll back go next week. On in your face. See have everyone. a great weekend. Have a, I was going to say have like a rainbow weekend kind of thing. <laughs>